Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at dynastyfreaks.com or email dynastyfreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay, you're addicted to Dynasty and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL, I watch every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting, and managing all of my teams 365 days a year. And so do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Uh, Today's show, we're talking waiver wire. Uh, It's a very slim uh, waiver wire at this point, but uh, we're going to talk some waiver wire. And since it's so slim this week with only four players to talk about, I thought I'd give you a a few just general tips for how to use the waiver wire um, this time of season as well as just in all of your Dynasty leagues. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first, I just wanted to give you guys a couple tips that I think are very important um, this time of year, or really throughout the year, when you're when you're working your waiver wire in dynasty leagues. Before I say that, as a reminder, I play in what I call true dynasty uh, leagues, where we have ten and twelve uh, teams in the league, rostering twenty-seven to thirty players. So that means that three hundred to three hundred twenty-four players are already on rosters in the leagues that I'm a part of, and really the leagues that like that that are true dynasty leagues, and so. There's very few people out there to pick up each week, but every now and then you find some gems, and particularly in a dynasty league when you're finding some young guys that you can just stash and hold and wait and see what happens. So that's why the that's why we're slim pickings this week. But let me give you just two tips real quick before I mention the few players that I think are worth picking up this week. Uh, one is that you should keep a scout team. So tip number one is keep a scout team. Most of your dynasty websites have a place for you to create what call, they might call a scout team, or maybe it's an icon that says like watched players, something like that where you can actually glance at all the players that you're interested in. And one of the best and most strategic things you can do throughout the year on your waiver wire is the guys that you're interested in, always you know click the little button beside them that adds them to your scout team, that adds them to the, your watched players. Because then when you go to the waiver wire, you don't just have to go to the players tab and look for you know players, and then you're going to see them sorted by their most current statistics. Where in dynasty leagues, you're not necessarily trying to get a guy that you know performed the best. Often you're just trying to get a guy that maybe just had their first breakout game, and so you're not going to see them when you go to the players tab. They're going to be buried. And so what you want to do is, is really develop a scouting team so that your first page you go to when it comes to the waiver wire is not to the players tab. The first tab that you go to is your scout team. And you look at all the players that you had already had noted that you're interested in, and you've marked them, and let that be the first place that you go when you're considering your moves for the week. Uh, second tip, this works for both Dynasty Leagues as well as just uh, any league, redraft leagues as well, is monitor your players, that the players that are dropped. <coughs> um, after waivers process every week, one of the best things that you can do is you, you tend just to focus your eyes on the players that were picked up, right? You just tend to focus on them. But one of the best things that you can do is you can look at the players that were dropped because often people are uh, impatient, particularly in dynasty leagues. The players that often get dropped are usually young guys. I guess in some cases that can actually be old guys that people just feel like they're past their prime. So often, uh, more often though, you'll see people just get impatient with a rookie or a second year player and decide that they've held them long enough, but they're just going to let them go. And one of the things that you can do at that point is you can either grab them right there, like put a claim in for them right away, or at at the very least, you add them to your scout team. So look at the drop players and add them uh, to your scout team. It's important as dynasty owners to always remember your earliest evaluations of players, because what happens is... They might not perform as well as you think, and maybe you had them a highly uh, ranked rookie draft pick, 
and they've just not performed for a year or maybe two years or three years, um, but you knew that you thought highly of them at some point, and so when you see players like that dropped, those are the ones you need to add to your scout team. If not, just pick up right away. So be sure to look at the drop players after your waiver uh, wire processes each week. So those are two little tips. I added those today uh, just because we don't have many players to talk about as far as who to pick up on the waiver wire this week. But I will mention a few. Um, we've got uh, one at e each position, really. Uh, first, uh, we'll start with quarterbacks. I'll remind you that last week I listed Colt McCoy. Um, he performed pretty decent on Thanksgiving, uh, definitely threw some touchdowns. He did throw three interceptions, though. Helped my Cowboys uh, out by doing that. I appreciate that, Colt. Um, I still think he's worth a stash in, in really deep leagues. Uh, I do believe that there's really a chance that Alex Smith is not ready to start the year next year after that gruesome injury. Um, but if even if he uh, could come back, it's, I'm saying it's actually possible that he might not come back at all, let alone for the start of the season with, with such a her uh, horrible broken leg. So Colt might be someone that the Redskins are actually going to see how he performs in these last couple weeks, and he could even be a starter for them going forward. Uh, the only guy that I would suggest adding uh, this week at the quarterback position would actually be Teddy Bridgewater from New Orleans. I put a bid in him for one of my leagues for sure. Now, this is the type of move that I like to make at this time of the year um, with plans really to hold them, so hold Teddy Bridgewater. Um, even though we know he's behind Drew Brees right now, we know his contract ends uh, with them. And he's either going to you know, negotiate a deal and become Drew Brees' backup, which isn't the worst thing in the world for his dynasty value. But what I'm really more hopeful will happen is that he will enter free agency and get signed uh, by a team like uh, Jacksonville or Cincinnati or the Giants. You can see there's already rumblings in several of these teams about the quarterbacks that they currently have. And so um, I think that he could become a starter next year. And so it's a, a sneaky ad, something that you might want to do this week, particularly if you have a, a roster spot to burn. And maybe if you're um, the, in a league where I'm doing it, for instance, I have um, Jameis Winston and Philip Rivers and Alex Smith. And so not knowing what's going to happen with Alex Smith in a league where I was a little bit thin at quarterback, this feels like a good move for me to make and a good move for you guys to make on your dynasty rosters this week. Running backs, I will move to them. Last week, I listed Gus, uh, Gus Edwards, naturally, and as I, as I suspected, teams blew their fab on him. Um, it looks like a good move so far because he got another 100 yards, and they're definitely going to feed him the ball. In this, uh, I don't think, like I said before, that he's going to be a long-term answer for Baltimore. I suspect that they're either going to get someone in free agency or definitely draft uh, who they think could be their long-term running back, but he's definitely going to be worth it for this year. I think he's going to be a big factor in our fantasy playoffs here uh, starting next week. Um, and like I suspected, he was in, in my one of my fab leagues. Uh, the only owner that got him had to spend all of his fab. So he's got zero, zero money left. Um, but that's what you had to do to get him. And it's going to pay off for at least for this season, maybe not long-term for a dynasty play. I'd suggest one player uh, running back to pick up this week, and that would be Justin Jackson from the LA Chargers. Uh, Wise owners actually picked him up last week when hearing about Gordon's lingering injury. Uh, shout out to my man Dave Cancellari for doing so in several of our leagues that we're in together. He, he picked him up, so I can't get him in those leagues. Uh, now that Gordon has another injury, uh, beyond the lingering ones that he had, since he, now he's got this PCL injury and is going to miss a few weeks, um, they, they really used Jackson quite a bit. They kind of split the load with he and Eckler uh, after the injury on Sunday. Um, my personal opinion is I love Jackson in last year's rookie draft. I had him ranked way, way higher than all the other experts. He was my number 22 ranked rookie last year, which that's like way higher than anyone else had him, particularly um, 
higher than anyone had him after he was only drafted in the seventh round uh, by San Diego. So I had him 22 before he even got drafted, and, he, and he, his draft stock just really fell because no one he almost went undrafted, drafted in the seventh round. Um, so I drafted him on several teams, several of my dynasty teams, um, but the, the sad truth was that I ultimately let him go. Um, mainly because of the San, San Diego, or well, I should say the Chargers, LA Chargers, did the same thing. Like he didn't make their team. They they didn't have him on the active uh, roster, but it, rather they assigned him to the practice squad. And so when they did that, just before the season started, I was super surprised. But it led me to drop uh, Jackson in all the leagues where I had him, thinking he just maybe maybe I was wrong. He wasn't going to get this chance there. Uh, but now, a few weeks ago, they moved him up to the active roster, and obviously he had to play a good bit uh, after the injury on Sunday, and looked good. He looked just like I thought he would look. Now he's got the chance. I don't know what made the Chargers suddenly believe in him. Um, I thought all along that he would be able to beat out Eckler and actually become the number two back, but, but Eckler stood his ground for sure. I still think Eckler's going to be more the passing back, and, and Joe, uh, Jackson is what much more the prototypical type of running back, the type of running back that looks more like Gordon uh, than he does Eckler. And so this is a really good pick. He should definitely be the number one um, player that you're trying to pick up this week if you happen to have that top waiver spot. Wide receiver. Uh, last week I listed uh, Marcel Aitman and uh, Chris Conley. Um, Marcel didn't do very well uh, last week, uh, this last Sunday. I think he had like 10 targets and only caught three balls. So not the most uh, efficient. Chris Conley, of course, was on a bye, so we didn't get a chance to see if he can repeat what he did on that crazy Monday night game. This week, I'll just list one, and that would be Jake Kumaro from Green Bay. I admit to not knowing who he was, who he was at all until he had an amazing preseason. Uh, he went nuts in several preseason games, and he was picked up in all of my leagues, but almost everyone uh, dropped him after he got hurt and went on the IR. Well, he was actually moved to the IRD, the designated return list, and uh, last week, he was removed from the designated to return list. Even though he wasn't made active on Sunday, he's still off the IR report. Um, Green Bay needs to see what they have in their young wide receivers. We've already seen Equinemius St. Brown and Martez Valdez Scantling. We'll just call them EQ and MVS. Uh, we've seen them get a ton of playing uh, playtime as, as rookie wide receivers. And now we've got Kumaro, who's going to get in that mix, too. Particularly since Green Bay, it looks like their playoff chances are dwindling, almost completely out of it. I think that they're going to give everyone a shot just to see what they have, and Kumaro would be among those. Um, Valdez Scantling has not looked as good as he did when he first, you know, kind of had that that peak week where it looked like he was going to be the number two uh, wide receiver in Green Bay. He just hasn't been the same since. So Kumaro will get his chance. So I would suggest picking him up. Uh, I did some last week before this year's this week's. Uh, I mentioned that usually on Fridays. I'll go try to make what I call like the beat the waiver wire move, where you're actually trying to pick someone up that you think other people might be trying to pick up the next week. And so last Friday, I picked up Kumaro in several of my leagues and added him to my teams. Um, I suggest you would do the same. I don't really have a tight end to li list this week, except to kind of gloat a little bit. Uh, last week, I listed Dan Arnold, um, and I and when I wrote about him, I said. Hey, this is a guy that you you know you might try to be like the smartest guy in the room by picking him up now, because most people hadn't heard of him, and I think now everyone will have heard of him, particularly since he got to play on that Thanksgiving night game. He was targeted once in the end zone and uh, on New Orleans' first touchdown, but it was right in his hands, and the defensive back made an incredible play and just swatted his hand right at the last second. So they targeted him in the end zone uh, early on the first drive, and then later they hit him in the end zone. So Drew Brees. 
ridiculous. Those four touchdown passes to four undrafted free agents. He's insane. But Dan Arnold, I think, is the one that's really going to stick there. Like I mentioned last week, I uh, listened to the Ross Tucker football podcast, and he had mentioned talking to the tight end coach at uh, New Orleans, which said that they were, had been grooming Dan Arnold to be the, their tight end for the future. And so that's enough for me, man. You give me Drew Brees and a tight end, and I like it. So uh, I suspect that it's not going to be so secretive this, year, this next week. A lot of people are probably going to pick him up. Hopefully you were smart and listened to me last week and picked him up early. If not, try to grab him this week and see what you can make of it. Well, that's going to do it for this week, guys. Thanks for giving us a listen. As always, make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. That's a wrap for this week. Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league. Justin prides himself in responding to every email, so hit him up anytime at dynastyfreaks at gmail.com and follow him on Twitter at LonghornJustin. Justin.